This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. It's a dimly lit room, you know where? Deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody. Today we're under the tutelage on our Tuesday of our general manager. Oh, I don't know. I don't have the heart to go with the the, the accuser chick who was on NBC. You're Kavanaugh having it. No, I'm Kavanaugh-ated <laughs> by the whole thing. <laughs> Sweatnik did an interview, right? She's the uh, gang rape girl. Sweat, sweat, Sweatnik. So the gang rape accuser uh, did an interview. We'll have some of that. Yeah, and it's changing her tune substantially. Um, I saw not a shock because she's been a crackpot from day one. I saw a little of her interview. She's different in the way that Ford seemed completely believable to Sweatnik to me. Just you know, just based on like nonverbal, just the way you interpret humans, no facts. Just my interpretation of it is she's a crackpot, mm. whereas Ford, I believed her. So, it's, you know, whatever. Um, it is what it is. I drove in the rain this morning, all my, the bikes and the skateboards and everything outside in the rain. You know why? Because my weather app said there was no chance of rain when I went to bed last night because meteorologists are lying bastards. If there's a hell, there's a special hot place for meteorologists. <laughs> <laughs> Someone left the cake out in the rain. You could have left the cakes your your boys made out in the rain. And I bought a real a cake for the actual birthday for my wife last night. They gave me a lot of crap. Oh for no, that is so that's is that, that's is that not cool. Form. That's terrible. You form. can't do that. I mean, I sang and would, you know, I got out the plates and the forks and the, and the candle and we sang and blue she bought the candle and and then you just sat there sullen, cakeless. <laughs> I watched other people eat a cake. Is that not cool? Is that wrong? That's terrible. It's like if somebody raises their glass. Delora, Delora, and you just sit there with your hands at your side. I'm good. I'm fine. Not thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, well. Not right. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. DGIT. Right. Thank God it's Tuesday. I um, agree. Sometimes service can be too good, actually, at a restaurant. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we went out, and um, the, the server didn't, decided they were going to bring us iced tea. And then another iced tea, and then another iced tea. And pretty soon we had like eight iced teas on the table. Awesome. It's not, I mean, I couldn't eat right. I, I was afraid of knocking the stuff over. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> they didn't remove any of the No, glasses? I actually took a picture of this, and I'm going to post it online. It's just go. ridiculous. That's, that's a perfect sort of social media post. Look how many iced teas they brought me. 
Too many. And then like 50 people comment because we all got nothing else to do, I guess. It's OMG, like, how many is too many? I don't need a refill yet. Oh, here, here's some in case you do. And they were literally bringing them like that. I was like, Maybe it was a joke. I it think was it was a, a gag. Yeah. It was a gag, exactly. They were filming you. How will this man react? That was that part of that new Nobel Prize physics experiment. Yeah. How, how will this man react to eight iced teas? You'd expect better at a chain restaurant. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, when it rains, it pours. There is a, a ton of... You know of- who else was a meteorologist? Stalin. One of the worst butchers who's ever lived. The only <laughs> right. real job he had, other than being a butcher, was meteorologist. And I don't think that's a coincidence. It's evidence enough for me. Exactly. Yes, Sean? There's so much great audio coming out from uh, political figures these days that I'm going to play something that on a normal day would have easily been our opening clip for the day when we officially start the show according to FCC rules and regulations. Mm. But we are so jam-packed, I feel just compelled to share this with you from uh, one Senator Kennedy. This is a freak show, an intergalactic freak show. It's a grotesque carnival, and it's only going to get worse. And I am embarrassed for the United States. Wow, that's that's our new opening clip. Wow. That's a great close. That's, that's great for the close, but he did not stop giving. He's like a man with just a bag full of just gifts. He's like, Oprah, you get a sound clip. You get a sound clip. He, he dropped this gem in the very same interview. This entire thing makes me want to heave. Um, if you think this is about searching for the truth, uh, you ought to put down the bong. <laughs> Put down the bong. I'm so happy to be alive right now. Wow. (laughs) It's such a great time. So is he uh, he always talked that way, or has he just figured out that really gets him on TV a lot? I'd say there's a heap of helping of that, (laughs) the latter. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'll tell you, very disconcerting. I can only hear in my left ear right now. Headphones have blown up, and so I'm kind of like leaning to my left you know, so I can hear. It's really odd, very odd. Cocked your ear, but it's indeed your headphones and not your your eardrum. I yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah I had to take these off just to check. Yeah, Marshall no, actually I checked to make sure. You... Haven't gotten haven't gotten partially deaf, but mm-hmm. uh, it really does throw you off. You can't tell how loud you're talking or anything. Why else. don't you Why don't you so. slide the one back? Behind okay, your ear. Like that. Yeah, right. like that. There right. you go. Yeah, that's a good look. Just to make things clear, you are back on the market, right? I am back on the market. As a yes, dating, I am. As a dating vessel. Yes, I'm going to have some uh, Marshall musings at armstrongandgetty.com uh, here pretty quickly. Uh, you know, on the thought of looking ahead to the holidays without a love. <laughs> <sighs> Right. Halloween? You Are you, you talking about Halloween? You don't want to go through the holiday season alone, so well, I understand Halloween, that completely. Thanksgiving, <laughs> Halloween to start, and then yes, you get into that. You know, exactly. the, sure. Who am I going to go trick or treating with? All the great cuddly in front of a fireplace holidays. Metaphorically, exactly. <laughs> your first tier holidays. Thanksgiving's yes. what? Like two months away. That's like three relationships. From now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, October second, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 218. Or Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. You got to check. Uh, you got to get a lawyer buddy to let you know when divorces are finalized. To catch somebody on the rebound. There you oh, go. That's a good there idea. Go. Yeah, yeah, when they're weak. <laughs> exactly. Jeez, right. That's an awful thing to say. <laughs> I'm here to comfort you. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're thinking, will I find somebody else? And you step up. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, you're deaf in one ear, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules or eggs. I'm sorry, can you whisper that into my right ear? Yes. Here we go, at, at Mark. I'm not a drinker. I can honestly say I never had a beer in my life, okay? Right. It's one of my only good traits. I don't drink. <laughs> Whenever they're looking for something good, I say, I never had a glass of alcohol. I've never had alcohol. I've just, you know, for whatever reason. Can you imagine if I had what a mess I'd be? 
That's a funny thing for the president to say. Can you imagine if I had what a mess I'd be? <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, even more twists and turns in the ongoing Kavanaugh saga. You got bar fights, incriminating texts, and third accusers. Oh, please. You got anything less than 30 years old? U.S. Supreme Court's move major victory for beach lovers and more proof Amazon is indeed going to rule the world. Coming up. So the Nobel Prize for Physics out. We'll tell you what that was all about. Will you understand it? That's the co- Will I right. understand oh, it? That's the question. Guaranteed I won't. <laughs> I promise you I won't. Uh, the one for medicine yesterday we should definitely talk about because that one we all understand. That's a big deal. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Very good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Overly woke English teacher featured in one uh, email. You'll enjoy this. So are you going to allow some interview content from the Sweatnik woman, or are you... Uh, oh, banned? by all means. Okay. Oh, yeah, I just... I don't know. I just I feel like uh, I've had too much to eat. The FBI's <laughs> not looking into her as of yet, though, correct? From I don't know understand, that. she's not part of the... I've heard so many leaks and rumors, I right, have no idea right. what to believe. Okay. Stay tuned. We're actually going to talk to somebody, uh, a former FBI, who knows something about how you do these investigations a little later in the program. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, I'm interested in Nobel Week when they give out the Nobel Prizes. And um, uh, today, the only headline on it, unfortunately, is that a woman has won the Nobel Prize for physics. First time in 55 years a woman has won. Every headline about her being a woman, every question and answer about being a woman, which oh, I man. think you, you, you perceive as doing good for womankind. Where I gotta believe she's thinking, I've dedicated my entire life to figuring something out nobody else had ever figured out. If I were a man, you'd be discussing what I figured out, but because we're a, I'm a woman, we're discussing the fact that I'm a woman. Isn't it wonderful that you're a girl and you got a prize? Yeah, we were at a professional conference uh, not too long ago where that happened. There was a leading woman in the radio industry, and instead of asking her about you know, what she thought about this, that, and the other in radio. They were asking her about being a woman in that position. And it, it was, it was, I think that's I think just it's a awful. misplaced effort at right. being woke or something. I think that's just awful. It's all about how she's a woman. What did you think? Could you believe a woman? Can you believe it's been, you know, do you know how many women have won? I heard a long interview how on do you NPR. Do physics with breasts. They never even got to the what she did. If she was a guy, they would have only asked what she accomplished help us understand what you did yeah so i think I that's that dem- really unfair yeah, demeaning and condescending she came up with optical uh what is the word tweezers she invented optical tweezers take laser beams and to use tweezer them- eyebrows because <laughs> she's a woman right uh she uses they use lasers as tweezers to like pick up atoms or viruses or what whatever the what yeah Although, although they claim that she demonstrated it by using a hairdryer and a tennis ball, which I could do. So I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't think there has ever been a Nobel Prize in physics that I understood. Oh, of course not. <laughs> if, if, if I could understand it, it's not that good. It's not groundbreaking. Right, exactly. Right. Optical tweezers. Somebody like 
heats a piece of rubber so it's more bendy? You know, something like that. I could get that. Oh, I get it, because like when it's cold and frozen, it's stiff, and now that it's hot, it's bendy. Uh-huh, yeah, but that probably wouldn't win the prize, would it? Mailbag. Whee! Laser tweezers. Well, first of all, I'm very pleased to see my offer to uh, be a officiant at weddings in the future has already gotten reaction. Raisha needs a, uh, a wedding uh, officiated next year. Says, I will pledge 1.5% of my firstborn's future earnings and will not require you to button your top button on your shirt at any point during the ceremony or reception. Uh, although she also says she doesn't require a host, she will take a producer or newsman. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to see a bidding war starting for my services. As my idea yesterday was 1% of your firstborn's future earnings for the rest of their lives. When did the baseball playoffs start? Yesterday. The Yankees and A's tomorrow night? I don't know that. Yes, Yankees, uh, A's traveling to Yankees tomorrow night. Mm. And what's the Dodgers situation? No, they're they're hurting. They're (laughs) desperate. Their backs are against the wall. They are playing the Braves um, Thursday. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Die right. What's but that's the, a full-on uh, series. The, the, the A's-Yankees is a one-game playoff, so that's always exciting. I'm sorry, which one is it? A's-Yankees. It is? Yeah, isn't that oh, the one game to God. get in? I haven't been following it. Isn't that the way it works in the wild card? I don't know. I don't follow baseball. Yeah, no team I'm really a fan of is in, although I have uh, friends and relatives who are huge A's fans, so go A's. Now I root for them. Uh, let's see. A's uh, are always fun. Scrappy. Scrappy and young. This is mailbag. This Everything is not I'm the not. damn sports report. Everything I'm not. I'm not scrappy or young. Uh, this let's is not see. the duffel bag. Uh, gym bag? I don't know. Yeah, I'll turn right. my mic on. Mailbag. Michael? Yes. Play the music again. To remind people. Play the music again. This is mailbag. Anybody want to give a damn recipe? Um, Repeat the, 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 no. the, the, the old saying granddad used to throw around? Anything like that? No. Can we get back to it? All right, turn it off. Turn it off. That's enough. Uh, Joe, if Brett gets on the court, the Russians have done a great job destroying the institution. Those who oppose uh, Kavanaugh uh, will never agree on his verdicts and not trust the court. And said, Jeff, that is a concern. Yeah, that's always been a bit of a thing, you know, but it'll get worse. I agree. God dang it. Not headed in a good direction. Yeah. Here's a nice note from uh, Annie. My daughter's English teacher is extremely woke. They don't use overhead lights because they cause aggression. He has a special non-aggressive purple lamp they use in class. He also uses a lot of essential oils to make the classroom calm and a special noiseless fan to waft them through the class. You're kidding me. I am not. They read only woke literature and can't study the classics because they are ethnocentric or something. Uh, and she describes him physically. I don't think there's any point to that. Last week, my daughter and her friends did a skit. The premise was that my daughter went to this delicious taco truck we have in town. Her friend was the taco truck employee, but she spoke Spanish to take the order. My daughter then used her Spanish one Spanish to try to order tacos. She said things like, El es mi padre, which is, uh, what does that mean? Um, Who is my father? Who's your dad? (laughs) Right. And, donde esta el baño? Where is the bathroom? Good stuff. The kids all laughed, but the English teacher pulled the two girls aside and told them it was a racist skit. The hilarious part, my daughter's friend is a freaking dreamer. She's a fair-skinned Mexican who speaks super uh, perfect English. 
English teacher told a Mexican kid that speaking Spanish in a skit was racist. I'm still a little fuzzy on my English terms, but I think that might be irony. (laughs) Oh, that's great. You people are so twisted and nuts. They're loco. Right. And you say that because we did a deal with Mexico. <laughs> I should probably pay this off since I brought it up. This, 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 that was the worst update on Major League Baseball you could possibly ever have on any radio station. Hard to imagine who that served. As the Yankees played a one-game, winner-take-all game yesterday. Right. <laughs> against the A's. No, no, not against the A's. Against the Rockies and one winning the division. A one game playoff after Wait, 162 the games. The played the Rockies? I'm sorry, the Dodgers. The Dodgers played the Rockies to win the division. <sighs> wow. One game playoff. This update isn't much better than the last one. No, I didn't bring up the Yankees. The A's play the Yankees. That's a different thing tomorrow night. That's right. The, but uh, the, the Dodgers are the division champion. But there was a one game playoff, winner take all. For, for a team in our in our listening audience. And who was it? And we had no idea. The Dodgers. Okay. The Dodgers. Just trying to clarify. But how did we not know that? How did I not know that? This is why I turned to Marshall for sports. Because exactly. we don't do sports, really. Boy, we really don't. Well, all right. <clears throat> Ought to be aware of that. I should have been aware of that. Well, all right, then. Been thinking about your guest today in the Civil War. The, uh, the uh, what was the name of that book? Again, the, uh, the uh, uh, Son of an Immigrant thing yeah civil war melting pot right melting pot right okay dodgers yankees i've uh, been thinking of your about your guest today suicide of the west other discussions in recent media we're asking what's the source of our current tribalism why not and why now not in earlier generations uh, then our, our correspondent um mentions uh, world wars and how it brought everybody together and, and serving together helped and uh, the question asked to your guest today was, what would start the Civil War? What would that look like? One scenario has been hinted at, and that's states wanting to leave the Union. We've already seen those cracks forming. As more people who disagree with the one-party rule of their state follow the Atlas Shrugged playbook and move to states more in line with their politics, we'll likely see greater polarization of the states. Lefties get leftier and conservatives get conservier. <laughs> and with the Ruskies pouring gasoline on the fire and pumping the bellows to eat the flames, Seems only like a uh, matter of time before we're calling for smod, sweet meteor of death. Boy, that's not hard to imagine. If you had a um, a bunch of people uh, gather in a state with the Texas attitude, mm-hmm. with a bunch of people gather in a state with the California attitude, you could you could picture skirmishes on the border, I suppose, or just one seceding. Although, God, I I don't think anything would that get that crazy. You wouldn't get the politicians to go along with it. Then uh, San Juan Star uh, signs off with, to quote Kasich, geez, old man. <laughs> yeah. That's a great email, Star. Nice job. I've never taken any of these secession things very seriously, and I, I, don't, I don't know if that's where it's going to go, but I absolutely could see um, rampant violence in the future. We're headed that direction. Because we've crossed the line into the other side isn't wrong, they're evil. Right. The other side is evil. They're bad people, and they're trying to hurt us. Yeah. And that's a rationale for virtually every war ever warred. Sure. And now you have it said by politicians at the highest levels. Booker called Kavanaugh evil. That's sexy. Oh, man. In sports news, the Padres are playing the Arizona Cardinals in a one-game playoff. <laughs> now that's Sunday. Fine. Marshall next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I think I'm going to have 
could buy a giant, I mean, a uh, Dodgers hat. I've never owned a Dodgers hat. I think I'll have to buy a Dodgers hat. Clearly the hottest to team crush in baseball. Their chances. I like to be on the bandwagon of whoever's the hottest. Fake fan! So, uh, Fake fan! Whatever that means. Um, so, God, yeah, I'd, I'd rather see hat. my sister on a Japanese whorehouse than a, a Dodgers fan with a something or other. <laughs> the point is, I'm not rooting for no damn Dodgers. Forget it! Um, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the White House authorizing the FBI to go ahead and expand its investigation into the sexual misconduct charges against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. One condition, though, the review has got to be finished by the end of this week. I guarantee you they come up with nothing. Nothing, nothing. I've been reading the Mitchell report, the uh, the sex crimes prosecutor lady that did such an odd job uh, during the hearing. Right. Uh, her report to the Senate committee, which I've just heard very briefly cat- uh, characterized in various press accounts, it, it really makes uh, Christine Blasey Ford sound like a crackpot. And now I see what she was driving at, but it, it, it was funny. It was like she was trying to do a f- eight-hour project. In- right. In like 15 minutes. Right. They kept breaking it up in five-minute segments. Yeah, off the page. She was never going to get where she was going. Right. But. We're going to talk to a, a former FBI guy coming up to the top of the hour. Hanson's talked to him on the phone. And the guy is really ready to go. Like, like, I mean, really fired up about this. Oh. So I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about how the investigation will work and who should be doing the investigation and all this. There, there is some because there was agreement last week, right? When, uh, when, when the, when the, the D's were pushing for let the FBI investigate. And Nita Hill, they did it in one day. What's wrong with one more week of they're investigation? The, right, and they're the professionals. And now that they've agreed to one week, of course, the claim is one week's not long enough. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, got to got to deal with that situation. And it, listen, I am willing to be the politically incorrect guy who says I, I think Doctor Ford has something seriously wrong with her. I don't know what it is, but I'll I'll lay out some of the facts from the report. Oh, I do too. I've said that from the beginning. I don't think she's I don't think she's lying. I think this what what's her name Swetnick. I think she's yeah. just lying. Yeah, I think Julie. she just she's got she's got something going on. She's just making stuff up. Well, and the Alvarez woman just she has half a memory of something happening, not sure who was involved. And speaking of Julie Swetnick, NBC News interviewed her. That's Kavanaugh's third accuser, but uh, NBC says they can't verify her claims. She previously said that Kavanaugh was involved in targeting girls for gang rape back in the day. Which is a heck of a thing to say. Yep. <laughs> she, Holy cow. She now says she can't say he actually drugged women or was involved in assaulting her, but... I saw Brett Kavanaugh there. I saw Mark Judge there. And they were hanging about the area where I started to feel disoriented. That was at the party where she said she was attacked. She does remember, though, seeing Kavanaugh after allegedly drinking too much. He was very aggressive, uh, very sloppy drunk, very mean drunk. Uh, I saw him uh, go up to girls and paw on them, try to, you know, get a little too handsy, touching them in private Okay, see that's a, but that's a, but that's a long way from he and his buddy drugged women and gang raped them. Well, and what was that going up to him, getting a little handsy, you know, implying you had well, you know, that they're uh, their private parts. She's in the middle of this now, coached by creepy porn promoter Michael Avenatti, and she can't say touching their breasts or their rear ends or anything like that. She kind of hems and haws the way people do when they're freaking lying. 
She's a lying liar. Well, and I just I just think it's a weird distraction to get into that. Um, let's let's stick with the gang rape stuff that by anybody's definition right. would make you unqualified to be on the Supreme Court. Uh, and now you're moving into the I'd see him get drunk and put his hands on girls. Okay, well, let's and try to nail down the gang rape stuff. She's gone from first person knowledge now to a friend told her. So, but I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thirteen minutes that I think that is out of the interview. Did they ask her about why did you keep going to parties where people were being gang raped? Not that I. Saw. You're a twenty year old attending fifteen year olds parties, and every party you go to, someone gets gang raped. But you go back to the same party the next week. She does. That's talk, just very strange. She does talk about the party. She said there were uh, there were teenagers there from fifteen uh, to uh, people all the way up to twenty, twenty one, twenty two years old. Okay. So she does mention that. Along with all this, text messages now obtained by NBC News seem to suggest Kavanaugh and his team were communicating with friends to refute the claim from Deborah Ramirez. She claims Kavanaugh exposed himself to her at Yale before her story was published in The New Yorker. Now, Kavanaugh has testified under, earth the fir- uh, under oath rather, the first time he heard about Ramirez's charges was from the September 23rd article in The New Yorker. The text messages indicate they were trying to talk to the friends before that story came out. So now they're going, all right, is Kavanaugh trying, you know, And I saw that headline. Who's reporting that? It's NBC. Okay. Yeah, NBC. Great. Um, the other th- the thing about it is there's, there's so many, God, people are making such leaps of logic based on particular phrases that might not mean what you think they mean. He said he found out about the accusation from the New Yorker right. article. Well, the New Yorker article was reaching out to all his friends and acquaintances and classmates, who it is 100% certain one or more of them said, Hey, dude, the New Yorker is writing an article about you, and they say Debbie Ramirez says you wag your dick at her. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. he found out about it Warn from, me. The, from the... Uh, Warn me before you uh, say uh, things uh, like that. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, and everybody's making a big deal of this, Marsh. It's just not... So if you asked him again, he'd say, well, okay, yeah, I found out about the article prior to the publication, but it was the existence of the article that alerted me to this gal. Sorry, I wasn't more particular with the timing. And it would be settled. God! Meanwhile, we do have a new Quinnipiac University poll out that shows 48% of Americans think Kavanaugh should not be confirmed. 42% think he should. What was the number? Forty-eight to forty-two. Is that forty-eight to forty-two? Yeah, in the Quinnipiac. I'm poll. surprised it's that close. Giving the uh, the press coverage and the late night comic shows are one hundred percent against him. Uh, it, it's amazing that he's that close. There you go. That's your I mean, news. if you do, if you don't follow politics much and right. you take in the mainstream media, your big networks, the big newspapers, all the late night shows and Saturday Night Live, you'd be under the impression that clearly he's a monster, and everybody yeah. agrees. Yeah. NBC News is just shameful at this point. They've fallen apart. There you go. They're CNN, but, you know, on basic cable. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. This uh, Virginia Heffernan tweeted, Britt Hume called it the dumbest tweet ever. She is contributing editor at Wired and a columnist for the LA Times Opinion and uh, MSNBC and other things. She said... It truly doesn't hurt all that much to be accused of gang rape if you've never gang raped. So she's just saying it's not that big a deal that he's accused of being a gang rapist. If it's not true, it's no big deal. He's now said, okay, I won't go back to Harvard and teach because there are an increasing number of letters saying you can't have a rapist teaching at Harvard. 
So he's had to withdraw now from teaching, which he said is his favorite thing in life to do, teaching and coaching, because of this smear. Doesn't hurt to be accused of being a gang rapist. God, that's unbelievable. So we're going to talk to an FBI guy about what this investigation or background check or how this whole thing works. We'll uh, try to get the details from him coming up. Why don't I accuse you of child abuse, Virginia? Make sure everybody knows it. The nation discusses how you beat children. And worse. And we'll do it for weeks and weeks. That won't hurt you, though, because you're not a child abuser. That is the dumbest tweet ever. And if you've ever been on Twitter, that's saying something. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Nobel Prize in Medicine yesterday for something I'm really excited about. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The mountain goats in Washington state are being airlifted out of Olympic National Park after their population developed a craving for human urine. Said the scientist who made the discovery, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> now, come on. That's kind of grossish. So, That's freakish. Um, uh, not the Nobel Prize we're talking about there. Which uh, they're coming out this week, and I always, I always like that. I'm always kind of interested in these things. And I just get a surface, surface letter level understanding of what's going on, as, as I think a lot of us do. The Nobel Prize for Physics was given out today, but we we glossed over the uh, the Nobel Prize, and for some reason, my phone has gone completely blank. Oh man! So remember, my screen broke. Yeah, and I got it replaced, and now my phone just is practically non-functional, which yeah. is really annoying. Yeah. Everybody told me get your screen fixed; it only costs. Yeah. Well, now my phone doesn't work really. It, well, some press do it. it various places, yeah. and it doesn't do anything. They did a crappy job, I guess. Apparently, they did. Um, well, I really had a really good. Really good summary of what happened, and they just no way to no way to bring that to you. So perhaps something else. I just got nothing. Wow. Well, let me uh, fill briefly with this, as it is of a slightly well similar tone. Uh, the world happiness ratings are out again. Yes, who, I always like that. Who does this? Who, who makes it? It's somebody or other, <laughs> clearly. Uh, the Happiness Research Institute in Denmark. Global happiness ratings. They do it every year. Uh, in the U.S., which um, used to be pretty close to the top, has now really tumbled into the, the 20s. Um, and, and some of the findings are really interesting. You know, I don't buy all of this exactly, but um, they have, uh, you know, your, your Nordic countries do well, as, as they usually do. But they found that some, like, violence-torn, crime-ridden, corrupt Central and South American countries actually do quite well and are happier than the U.S., and they attribute it to the abundance of family warmth and other supportive social relationships. Um, whereas uh, they mention almost all of the policy discourse in Washington, D.C., centers on attempts to raise the economic growth rate. Uh, you know, it's all about the money. Do, other, other, do other countries have, uh, are, are they peppered all day long, every day, with news that's to convince you you're miserable? 
Or should be terrified. Or should be terrified. Yeah, there's a, a monster lurking around every corner. No, I would guess no. Because I was uh, I was reading this and I was picturing life in some of those uh, Central American countries, uh, several of which I've visited, in which, yeah, the government's corrupt and there's gang violence and you got to avoid that. But uh, there's grandma and grandpa right there. They're your, your kids, your grandkids. They're gathered around. Aunts and uncles are two streets over, maybe. And uh, and everybody's hanging around and laughing and the rest of it. So, yeah, I get that. I can picture that. Back to the Nobel uh, Prize. And expectations. True. If yeah, people think true. they deserve to be Jeff Bezos rich, and they're not, they're pissed. God, I've been trying to deal that with that with my son. I think I've, uh, my oldest son, I just, it'd be my problem if I've... Uh, uh, provided him too um too too comfortable and happy a, a life and has unrealistic expectations but just like last night he was going to bed unhappy about something and i just i went through his day this is what your day has been like that's a fantastic day mm-hmm. there is no reason to not be happy with this day right it's been great yeah reminds me of the whole thing the study they did that you know a, a guy making a hundred thousand dollars a year if he lives next to a, a guy uh making 125 is less happy with his income than a guy making 80 who lives next to a guy making 70. Right, right. We're a strange beast. Yeah, and again, my son's thing was a comparison thing. That's ah. that's where he was. It was comparing to something else. And it's as the I thief tell of him, joy, according to Positive Sean. As I tell him all the time and tell myself... Oh, I just ripped off from somebody else. If, if you compare yourself to others, you you will always be unhappy. If you want to be unhappy for the rest of your life, yes. go with the comparison game. Because there's always somebody out there that's got... A nicer car, a nicer house, a hotter wife, a, a better, cooler job, a more hair, whatever the hell you want to compare to. Hairier wife. <laughs> Hairier wife. Right. A hotter house, a cooler something or other. <laughs> uh, back to the Nobel Prize thing briefly, and I'm not going to claim that I understand that. A guy and a, uh, a girl, a man and a woman, share this prize for physics today as they developed optical tweezers. A tractor beam-like technology that allows scientists to grab atoms, viruses, and bacteria in finger-like laser beams. Now, I've seen a tractor beam on the Star Wars, so I know what that is. Guy came up with the idea while riding a ski lift. I always hear these sorts of things from the super smart. Your Einstein types this. I was walking through a tunnel when I realized that I walk through tunnels. I ride in all the time. I don't have I any ideas. the nature of time. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I'm riding on a ski lift, I think, I hope I don't fall to my death. Look how high we are. That's what I think. Look at a mountain. I got to get off soon. Don't fall. Don't fall. Don't (laughs) fall. Don't fall. Uh, Which is pretty cool. He's riding a ski lift. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, one of the people was a a woman. And so that's getting, unfortunately to me, all the attention that for the first time in 55 years, a woman has been given the Nobel Prize in physics. And she's asked questions about that. I just think that is so cruel to a woman to ask her all about what's it like to be the first woman to win and not you're the best scientist of the year right. in this category. She might want to answer, I'm a scientist, not a historian. I don't know. Right. Ask me that's, about science. I think that's so uncool. Yeah, it's it's condescending. You realize I did a thing where we're moving and picking up stuff with light? Do you want to talk to me about that yeah, at all? It, What's it like really to be a girl amazing. in a lab? Yesterday, they gave out the Nobel Prize for medicine, and it's it's the one we've been hearing a lot about in the mainstream news, and, and I'm super excited about and that's a couple of scientists. It's a whole the whole idea of harnessing your immune system to combat cancer, which is just a giant breakthrough. This might be the breakthrough that ends cancer as a as a big problem for mankind. So I'm so excited about that. And it should be pointed out that the Nobel Prize for Literature 
is not being awarded this year. The, from the Nobel people, they say because of a, a, a scandal involving sexual misconduct. Oh, sexual misconduct, really. Yesterday, guy was convicted of rape there in Sweden. Mm. Rape, full-on raping people. The guy who was involved in the decision-making for the Nobel Prize in Literature. I'd call that more than sexual misconduct, which gets yeah, to the although, trouble we have with the various phrases that they throw around. Where's old, uh, what's his name, the weirdo is holed up in the Ecuadorian embassy? Uh, Julian Assange, where's he from? One of them kind of countries. Yeah, because I remember they have really, really weird rape laws there. But anyway. Where if the woman regrets uh, your love affair the next day, it's rape. <laughs> right. Though no, this guy, I've read some of his story. He's a, he's a creepo. There's okay, no doubt about right. it. No doubt about it. But yeah. so That's too bad because I wrote a coming-of-age novel that I thought was very, very good. It was about the man from Nantucket that you know from all the limericks. Mm. It was about his backstory, how he came to be the it was position. A, it, was, it was a prequel. But, right. Yeah. yeah, it led up to the famous uh, limerick. Um, and it was uh, critically, well, I'm a modest man, but it was well-received. Yeah, I heard that uh, the Harry Potter woman's writing new Harry Potter books that are pre-Harry Potter. Um, ah. She's, she's going to write some new books, you know, Voldemort and Dumbledore when they were younger and how they got into a beef and all that sort of stuff. Sure. That sounds pretty good. I'm there. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, who's not? Uh, I'm going to talk to a, a, an FBI guy about what's going on with the Kavanaugh investigation this week. What did it look like? What are the mechanics of that sort of thing? What should we expect or not expect? Is it reasonable to expect to figure this out in a week? Which I have no concept of. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.